0: Thank you for reading that, Paula. This uh, Old Testament prophecy of the Messiah's coming will be uh, first heralded by John the Baptist, as we know, and then uh, by Jesus, who will uh, enter the temple and purify the temple. Uh, This was all written in the prophecies. Now, looking back in retrospect, we can easily see, uh, as the New Testament writers have urged us on every page to see, that This is talking about Jesus, but if you had lived at the time of Malachi, you might not have known how it was all going to work out. And certainly if you lived in the time of Anna, Anna and Simeon, these two elderly people in the temple, um, you wouldn't have known how it was going to work out completely. Uh, the Feast of the Presentation, or where Jesus is presented in the temple for the first time, we'll, we'll read the, the passage from Luke tonight, but to set it up, is to look at these Old Testament prophecies and see, and see how people in that time, the time of Jesus, would have interpreted them uh, for themselves. And yet here the, here's these two people, Anna and Simeon. They're not married. They're two elderly people in the temple. They're sort of seen as a couple um, there in the temple, but they are not. They are there to serve and worship God day and night. Uh, one of the coolest things about having a church building, which we do not at Saint Joan of Arc, one of the cool things about having a building there 's many headaches in buildings and lots of other things to worry about, like shingles falling off the roof and the heater system and the air conditioner and the water and just like any house or large building. One of the nice things though is that people can sort of like come in and mingle during the day um, as working in church offices over a lot of my life. Um, I've noticed that people just come in and some are working on the gardens, and, but they're just there, in the, in the temple, if you will, uh, there to be in the presence of that holy place. One of the, that's one of the cool things about um, having worked in church offices all those years. And whenever you're trying to get something really technical done, that's the precise moment those folks arrive, <laughs> which is also one of the, as looking back, one of the great delights of church ministry, that the Holy Spirit always offered me divine interruptions to the kinds of things that I thought were important, when in fact, it was the people that were present that were important. Divine interruptions are uh, what happens to Simeon and Anna in the temple. Here, this little baby is brought in, this little baby who no one would think the Messiah would come into the temple as a little baby. The Messiah will come, as the prophecy says, like a like a refiner's fire, like a forge, an iron forge, or a silver smelter. Where you take these charcoals and you blow air into them so much that they become so hot they start to melt metal. This is what the Messiah is going to be like. This lava that um, is going to just burn through all the crap of the world. The stuff that religions have done to, to, to keep people away from the holy. All that will be burned up by the Messiah. He's like a, a fuller soap, a, a cleaner soap. The kind of soap that an industrial cleaner has that can just scrub all the grime away like a pressure washer. That's the Messiah. The Messiah is going to come and just blow it all up. Um, And yet this vision of this first meeting of of Jesus in the temple is one of just a little baby who may have or may not have had a blowout. um, If you know what I'm talking about in the temple, Uh, we don't doesn't the text doesn't record that, but. He may have gotten a little upset and cried a little bit, and he might have had other things going on, but this is the Messiah coming into the temple, this, um, this unexpected being, and yet Simeon and Anna, as we'll learn tonight, they get it. They see it. They see the Messiah in this little baby, and they prophesy about this Messiah um, just as they have read the prophecies to them. So remember that Jesus always shows up in the most unexpected of ways, unexpected, in my life and your life. He's always going to come in in a way that you're not always going to be right away sure it's him. And yet, the more you think about it, and the more you reflect on Holy Scripture, the more we see that this was Jesus showing up in our life in this way. So much of the world of the Bible is obsessed with these themes of exile, restoration, Cleansing the temple, restoring the temple worship to its proper significance. So much of the obsession of the Bible is stuff that we're just not obsessed about. And yet, the more we go into the world of the Bible, the more we can see what's really happening, that Jesus is put on trial for saying he will destroy the temple. This is one of the false charges brought against him. And yet, they used his words, they twisted his words, and said, said that he said something completely different. We also remember his cleansing of the temple. There are two very different but also maybe the same cleansings of the temple in, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that are, are in some ways like almost two different events, but they seem to hark to the same moment where Jesus comes in and says, what you're doing in my Father's house is a disgrace, it's a disaster. You're, you've made it a den of thieves when in fact it's supposed to be a place of blessing. It's supposed to be a house of prayer For all people, for all people, not just the people that God had covenanted with in the desert, but also all the peoples of the earth were supposed to come into that light and experience the love of God. And yet, so often, uh, we have made barriers to that flourishing. And so this is the setup for Candlemas, for the Feast of the Presentation, this moment in time where this conquering Messiah, who's coming in like a blowtorch, actually comes in like a little baby. And that those, the, the fiery images and the cleansing images are yet to come, but this first entrance is one of perhaps a little voice crying out for his mother, a little voice crying out for some more milk, a little body containing the Godhead of all creation and all time. This is the image we reflect on.